Hello, listeners, and welcome to The Takes of Life. This is starring me, Nick Casebolt. I am the host of this podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. I'm still working on getting it on other podcast platforms as of right now, but you can find it on either one of those two. You can also follow us at The Takes of Life on Twitter or me at NCase10 on Twitter. You will be well aware of any new updates to our podcast when we do one, when we're recording one, you'll know exactly what's going on and when you'll have your new podcast released. If you follow us there, if you subscribe, if you like, if you comment, if you do everything that you can do to help me out, it would mean a lot to me and it actually helps me out in the long run. I love doing this. I hope you guys love listening to this. These are really fun for us to do. Uh, I have a lot of great guests on, so they're always a blast. This podcast here, I actually broke up over a two-parter. I wanted to release this part of the podcast before the NFL playoffs began. So we will be running this on Saturday. Hopefully I will be getting this out before the playoffs actually begin. Otherwise, you'll be listening to the podcast about the playoffs that are currently going on that you're watching. So feel free and listen along with this. If you don't want to listen to the announcers, feel free and listen to us talk about it. We're going to break down the full NFL playoffs along with other sports-related topics. The second part of the podcast will be coming out later in the week where we kind of discuss a little more broad topics. We talk about movies, um, talk about Star Wars, talk about other stuff. We do a little segment called the Twitter search. So please like and please subscribe and please follow us. That way you're well aware of when we are releasing that podcast. So please enjoy this podcast. But first, I'm going to take the time over to Jadles McDizzy with this dope entrance music that he made us. And I want to just want to give him a quick shout out and say thanks for that. So please enjoy this podcast with me, Cooper, Greg, and Colin. Thanks, guys. Welcome, everyone. I am here with Cooper Barkwell. How's it going, guys? And uh, Greg Bosworth. Hello. We are here to talk multiple different topics here. I've asked both these guys to come on with bunch of hot takes, a bunch of topics that they want to talk about. Hot takes. Uh, <laughs> Real hot. We're coming in hot. I mean, we just talked for like 20 minutes before this podcast even started about mm-hmm. the stuff that we want to talk about on this podcast. Great conversation so far. So we're, we're ready for this. We're going to hop right in. Uh, Cooper, which one of your topics do you want to start with? One of my topics I want to start with? Yeah. First, I want to talk about coffee because I have coffee with me okay. right now. All right. So when I drink a Starbucks coffee... I like it because it's just straight coffee. Okay. When I go to Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, 7-Eleven, it's pre-sweetened. Mm-hmm. A lot of sugar already in it. People are drinking it. They're like, oh, this coffee's way better. Well, you're not really drinking real coffee. You're drinking pre-sweetened coffee. That's why you like it. All right? If you want to drink real coffee, you know, go to Starbucks. Get a cup. It's expensive sometimes, but I like it. I personally do. How do you know that's coffee, though? Did you see them make it? <laughs> I do. I see them make it. So you want to be a real coffee connoisseur, yeah. but you don't know what's in there. I know what's in here. You got to make it yourself. This is a blonde roast, <laughs> right? I got a pike roast yesterday. It's two different roasts. This is a light roast. You know, it's it's good taste. How much of an actual difference does the pre-sweetened make to just regular? It makes a big difference because when you start drinking it, you're like, ooh, this is already good. But you're kind of like drinking a dessert. You're not really drinking coffee, you know? It's kind of like drinking like a fruity cocktail and then taking a shot. Okay. You take a shot, you really feel it, right? You're drinking a mojito, you're not feeling the rum. You kind of after, but like while you're drinking it, you're like, oh, this tastes good. It's just sugar. That's all it is. You're not tasting alcohol in it. That's true. Huh. Do you do you add anything to your coffee? Uh, I used to, but uh, I've gotten to the point I just drink it black. Okay. 
But uh, a little bit of know. vodka. <laughs> a little bit of something special in there. Down with the brown, if you, if you know what I mean. Exactly. All right, so we're going to move on. Let's just jump straight into the NFL playoffs because, I mean, this is a huge topic of discussion now. Let's get everyone's Super Bowl predictions. All right, my Super Bowl prediction. It's the same as last year. It's New England against Atlanta. Stop doubting the Falcons. They're coming back. They're coming in hot. What makes the Falcons different this year than they did last year? They're tougher. They're tougher. They're tougher. Their offense isn't as good. But their offense is getting there. If you've seen it close to the end of the season, Matt Ryan's getting back into things, right? He's getting more rhythm with his receivers. The receivers were dropping a lot of balls throughout the year, right? They got a good running game with Telvin Coleman, right? Deontay Freeman's back. He's healthy. Both those two are like a tag team going at it, all right? The defense, the defense is what I want to talk about. They get shut down arguably the best offense in the NFL, the LA Rams. That's they a shut them down at home. Bold statement. They did. They did. And the Falcons... They're nice playing off. the Eagles this week. They're playing the Eagles. Nick Foles is starting quarterback. Yeah. So, I don't think the Falcons are going to score more than 20 points. They're going to win the game, though. Nick Foles is not beating that team. No. The Falcons could get three turnovers in this game against Nick Foles with that defense. So, who do you have in the NFC Championship? NFC South. So, you have Atlanta winning? That's the best division of football. You have yeah. Atlanta winning? I have Atlanta playing the Saints in the NFC Championship game. I think the Saints are going to play Case Keaton, who's never been in the playoffs before. And the Viking defense is really good, but the Vikings are not nerves, experienced in the playoffs. Nerves, yeah. That, they're not going to be ready. I just personally don't think so. And when's the first time you've ever seen a team play in the Super Bowl in their home stadium? That's It's never happened. It's never happened, it's exactly. Never happened. So everybody's saying, like, oh, this Vikings team is going to be the first one. Yeah, they're destined. They're just guaranteeing it. I don't see it. No. Who's the best weapon on the Vikings offense? Uh, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. Latavius Murray has actually been really good this year. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, that's how Play- I'm kind of done with them. Playoff game planning is way different, though. All those stats you see in the regular season, yeah, that's they like, do not matter when you get to the playoffs. Same with basketball. It really is. It does not matter. All right. What are your Super Bowl picks, Greg? Saints-Titans. Saints-Titans. All right. Okay. I was, I was going to get to this later. <laughs> I really wanted to draft this. I would see him talk about it. The Titans. Titans. Yeah, we've jumped on the NFC right away, but Greg comes out here saying that the Titans are going to make it to the Super Bowl. I think the Titans can beat the Patriots. How are they going to beat the Patriots? Their front their front five is better than the Patriots' front five on defense. Okay, you're right. The Patriots do not put any pressure on opposing QBs, which is a problem. Yeah. And I think... That's part of their game plan, And too. I think Mariota's going to scramble around and okay. show him something. Like, who in the AFC has a running quarterback? Who is a running quarterback in the AFC? The Titans. That's it. I mean... If you want to count the Jaguars play Bortles last game. Exactly. Bills. <laughs> He's not really a running quarterback, but he did it. Um, okay, but I'll talk about this. I just think Derrick Henry and that O-line in last week, how he played, like... Against the Chiefs? Yeah. Chiefs also aren't good in the playoffs. Chiefs lost six straight this year. Yeah. They're, so. uh, they're a very iffy team. But they're playing the Patriots. Okay? They are. The one thing you don't do is bet against <laughs> the, Patriots the Patriots or Alabama. I personally, I hate the Patriots. I hate Alabama. I hate both of them. I pick against them in almost every game they play. People know me for that. I'm done doing it because every time I do, I get disappointed. And this time, guess they what's win gonna happen? And they ruin everything. And this time, what's gonna happen? I mean, you can believe the Titans can win. I think but the Titans will win. When I watch that game on Saturday, what am I gonna see? I'm gonna see New England winning the game. Tom Brady going off like, ah, oh, we're on it next week. Bill Belichick's like. And now we're on to the Steelers. Because they're going to play the Steelers next week. The Steelers are going to beat the Jaguars. All right? Uh, I want to go back to that now. I'm kind of done with the Titans. Your whole argument with the Titans, I think, is done. 
Alright. Talking about the Jaguars. I was listening to Undisputed this morning with uh, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, and Ray Lewis was the guest. Ray Lewis comes on and says he guarantees the Jaguars are going to win the game against the Steelers. Okay. And they were both comparing them, him and Shannon, to the 2000 Ravens. Well, he hates the Steelers. So. Exactly. So it's a very biased opinion. <laughs> yeah. But Steelers have the most weapons in the AFC. All right? You got Le'Veon Bell at running back. That guy is a fantasy point, like, monster. Mm. Even though fantasy is over, but that guy, he does everything out of the backfield in the passing game. You give him the ball about 20 times a game, you're winning the game. Yep. No matter what. All right? That was the problem they had early in the year. They lost the Jaguars. They didn't give it to him enough, so he didn't have over 100 yards rushing. And they were putting it all on Big Ben, and Big Ben is not the same Big Ben. How many picks he did he throw that game? He threw five He threw five picks. against the Jaguars. So I think five. that's a bigger problem. Than yes. You. That was back in October, though. And Jaguars, you have a great defense, young defense. This year is giving you experience in the playoffs, but you're not making it to the AFC Championship. It is going to be the Patriots against the Steelers. And what's going to happen again like it did in the regular season? It's going to be a close game. Patriots win at the end and break the Steelers' hearts. But you know what, though, about Jalen Ramsey? Very good. He's going to be the best corner I in the I see him setting himself up for that defensive MVP next year. Yes. Because if he wins against the Steelers, they're going to be like, oh, Jalen Ramsey. Now, I'm not saying the Jaguars don't have a chance. I did just talk bad about them. Jaguars have a very good defense. I don't think they have to I don't get think... another three interception game. If they get turnovers, they, and they just need Blake. They give pressure. Blake Bortles to be Blake Bortles their quarterback has to make <laughs> just enough plays. He doesn't have to do much. They give the rock to Fournette. Fournette does his job, gets over a hundred. He carries it. If Fournette carries it twenty-five times in this game, and he gets over hundred yards, they're winning the game. They're not. Bu- they're not built like that though. They can't. They. And who's saying that Fournette's going to get over 100 yards? I mean, Fournette was the second leading rusher in the game last weekend behind not, Blake Bortles. Oh, I'm not saying they do. That's how the Jaguars win, though. If yeah, they have to that. pound the ball. They have to pound the ball. I mean, that would be the only way that they would win. And then, if they are able to do that... One thing that we're leaving out here is actually Ryan Shazier. Because Ryan Shazier is the run stopper. Right. He is oh, the, yeah, he's not, he's not there. Yeah, he is the best zone linebacker that they have. He's the best overall linebacker, to, I'm not going to say in the AFC, but he's the best linebacker that Pittsburgh has like by a long shot, too. You could say the AFC. So whatever he's happened... He's better than the AFC. He can't, he, yeah. can't, he can't move his legs, right? Uh, no, he has feeling back in his legs. Oh, okay, he's, good. He's, he's in a wheelchair. Yep. Would you be against him coming back with uh, two like of those stick legs? <laughs> the prosthetic? <laughs> the prosthetics? <laughs> yeah. You uh, think that'll ever be an NFL thing? I don't know. <laughs> I um, don't think. Do you remember that South African? Do you yes. remember that South African runner? They will do it. You think so? The prosthetics will come Personally, back. Personally, I think Ryan Shear is going to come play football in two years. He's going to come back. It's going to be like a big story. Yeah. He's never going to be the same though. No. I mean, there's no way. The Steelers have that guy. Uh, did they draft Connor? Um, yeah, James Connor. Mm-hmm. The guy who yeah. diagnosed cancer. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anything never know. can happen. It'll be a big story. Yeah. So, we are joined now by Colin Williamson. He will be on one of the further podcasts. This will be the first podcast I put up. Colin will be on with his girlfriend, Maddie, very soon. We thought we'd have him on right away again. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's going to be a very regular on it. So, Colin, Super Bowl predictions. Who do you have? Shoot, man. I don't know. Patriots always make it there. It, they're, they're like Alabama. They're the... NFL yeah, like Don't pick against them. I've done it many times. You can't. 
You can't pick against them because they're such a large threat. They'll do it. They'll do it to you. Yeah. Talk about Bama here in a second. Well, yeah, we'll get to the national championship game. Uh, I was, All right, what's your NFC team, Colin? I'm not sure yet. There's there's some talent there, but... If talent, you had to talent just... where? Talent <laughs> 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 where? I mean, the only quarterbacks we have are Matt Ryan and Drew Brees. Yeah, so let's, uh, let, let's just... You want us to name the teams for you? Well, I think the, mm, the Falcons, they're probably going to lose. To the Eagles? They might. Why? Against Nick Foles? Yeah, you never know, man. The Eagles were one of the best teams in the league this year. Yeah, yeah with Carson Wentz. <laughs> and they, yeah, they only played, what, three teams with the 500? Yeah, but, Eagles yeah. didn't play that many good they teams. Man. And the Eagles are not good playing in the playoffs at home, Yeah, if you look at history. The only 500 team they beat was the Panthers, I think. Okay. They mm-hmm. lost to you know, uh, the Rams, right? Yep. They scored zero points against the cool Cowboys in too. Week 17. Yeah. That was with third string quarterback, not even Nick Foles though. But but they're still pretty bad. They are they are pretty bad. Uh, without trouble. without Carson Wentz to make plays, it's 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 a it's not a very good offense. I mean, they traded for mm-hmm. Jay mid year, and since he moved there, he hasn't really done anything. I'm mm-hmm. I'll be shocked if the Eagles win that. No, game. he did stuff the first few weeks. But... He did stuff the first few weeks, but then they just went back to splitting carries between him and the four the... other running backs that they have. That guy gets slower. Yeah. Every time I watch that guy run, J.H.I. Why do they keep calling him J.H.I.E.? Every time I watch a game, I'm like, J.H.I.E. That's not his name. He's from Frisco, too. That's he is from Frisco. Part. What bothers me? When people say New Orleans, they'll say New Orleans. Yeah. And they'll think they're pronouncing it, like, perfectly. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are butchering this. <laughs> New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints. And I'm like, ooh. No. Makes me kind of mad. All right, Colin. So, who do you think from the NFC? Again, you still haven't given me your team. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. He's looking at a phone right now, folks. Yeah, he actually doesn't know who's in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> Two playoff games. There's too many teams. And if you picks, asked, uh, it, if you asked him well, to name three players on the Vikings, he probably couldn't. He names Auburn. Honestly, the Saints are playing pretty good, but not their best right now. What was their best? I mean, uh, they did ago. lose four games to start the year, and yeah. since then they've been... No, 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 no. Big... We, lost, we lost two. I thought we, they lost four games. We went 0-2, and, and then we won eight. Yeah, oh, they lost right. the first, right. first two. two in a row. You're right. Mm-hmm. We lost to the Patriots All and the right. Vikings. So, I'm going to give you an option of four. It's like a multiple-choice test, okay? <laughs> Vikings, Eagles, <laughs> Saints, Falcons. you got four options. Just the he Vikings. just wants your hard statement. One of them is going. <laughs> Yeah, one of them is. One good. of them has to go. No, Unless, dude, I, I think it's going to be a wild card, and I think the. That's uh, why so I said the, the Browns. The Cowboys are getting the fifth wild card spot. The Browns are going to switch the <laughs> The Cowboys. UCF Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> They're the national champions. All right. is, is Cleveland still in it? All right, give your team. <laughs> Honestly, the Vikings are pretty good. Okay, They've there we go. They're looking really good. Patriots, Vikings, Collins pick. It's locked that's, in to the Saints. That's my Super Bowl prediction, too. I. The big play capabilities of Adam Taylor and Stephon Diggs, I feel like, are highly underrated here. Mm-hmm. And that defense is the best in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. That defense is a shutdown defense. They are. They if are. they if they hold Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram to let's say 125 combined rushing yards, they win that game easy. You know the problem like, is easy. You got Drew Brees in the playoffs. That's true. Everybody keeps counting that out. Like this guy isn't. Top three quarterback in the league. And we're playing in a dome. <clears throat> yeah. Playing in a dome. They should just open up the 
because they have their retractable yeah. roof. If they open that up, I Drew bet Brees, they would win the yeah. game. Yeah. Drew Brees <laughs> plays in terrible and bad weather. Exactly. It's, they should just open it up, whether it's, it's snowing or not. They should just open it no matter what. Game plan for them. You want to talk about the national championship? Yeah, let's talk about the national championship. Um, it's going to take me months to get over, actually. Yeah, it uh, is. So I was watching the game, and at first I hate Georgia because I like the Gators. Go Gators. Tua, ta-la-la-la. Uh, <laughs> so I hate, I hate Georgia. But I started watching the game, and they're playing Bama. I, I couldn't cheer for Bama. I just couldn't do it. I, I found it. myself cheering for Georgia throughout the game. Georgia's up 13-0 at halftime. I'm like, oh, this Bama team, they're done. They're isn't done. That, isn't that a Florida rival? Yes. Both of them are. But think about this. But SEC think, East. Think about this. Think about this. Since 2009, how many national championships has Bama won? Three. It's six, right? Three? Six. Three, four? Five. Five? five. five. Since 2009? Since 09, they have won five national championships. Mm-hmm. All right. They yes. have been to the playoffs every single year since it got made. Yep. All right. I just watched the game and I'm I'm tired of them. And no, I was dude. petitioning for them to get in the playoffs. You gotta want Saban to get that six. Yes. Well, he has I, a six title. I respect he won one with LSU. greatness. I respect him. Right? But I was just so tired of it. So I'm watching, and then at halftime they put a new quarterback in. I've never seen this guy in my life. So and I'm like, I oh, never. they're done. They're done. I see no, this guy. That's a five star. That's the number one. Oh no, I've heard of him. Heard of him. But first never game in the national championship. Yeah, never seen him play. He breaks six tackles. Yes. On third down, runs for the first down. They drive downfield, score a touchdown, and then Jake Fromm comes back, throws a touchdown. I'm like, oh, George is not going to let this slip away. Oh, they do. They do. He even throws a pick, and they still. Yeah. Oh yeah. They so af- after that third down scramble, were you like, okay, Alabama's winning this game? No, I I thought a lot of people were saying, oh, okay, Bama's winning, but for me, I was like, Georgia still has Jake Fromm. This guy's really good. And, of course, he comes out those touchdowns. I'm like, oh, I was right. Yeah. And then I kind of give up. I stop watching the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. I come back in the fourth quarter. It's tied 2020. Yep. And I'm yeah. like, god damn. When that kicker missed that damn field goal, I was like, what? Oh, I thought it was going to be blocked, but he just missed it. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be. He missed the same field goal. We knew it was going to get And then I thought it was going to go to overtime, and Georgia was going to win in overtime. I was texting Nick. Because Georgia played in overtime the week before in the Rose yeah. Bowl against Oklahoma, and they did oh, it. I'm oh, like, got this, yeah. and I, I texted Nick. I said, "Name the last time Bama played in overtime in any game." Yep. You can't. I I don't know why you look at that stuff, but I couldn't remember it. You got to look at this year's team. That's I looked at this year's. Georgia had a better roster. That was Bama's second team, basically. Yeah. yeah. They had Sony Michelle and they had two Michelle. starters in the offensive line play that game. They lost their left tackle in the game, mm-hmm. and they're just fine. No one notices. You had to really look and research stuff to know that Bama's team was so injured, so many guys were out in that game yep. to even know. Because you couldn't tell. If you're just a fan watching that game, you're like, oh, this is Bama's first team. No. Because their guy, next man up, Still next guy up, maybe better. Four <laughs> star. Yeah. Yeah, four star, five star. It's just four, they're younger. Yeah, four to five. It, it depends on oh, their year. Last yeah. year in the National Championship, Clemson had eight guys from the ESPNU top 300. Bama had 33. Yeah. It's always like that. 33 ESPNU top 300 recruits. It's incredible. You know what, though? Did y'all see that um, that one guy, uh, number 48, on the sideline, getting the fight? Trying to fight, yeah. Yeah. Trying to fight the his coaches. coaches. He came back in the game. Yeah, he came did. Back in the game. And he, he made, made a, a huge tackle. Yeah. Yeah. He made a big tackle. But in that overtime. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. Georgia I was like, oh, he's frustrated. They're going to lose oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they fucking win. Do you like how in overtime, uh, the Alabama quarterback took – Probably one of the worst sacks you could see. Oh, it was awful. Oh, where he just kept running backwards. I was like, it's second and twenty six. They're out of field goal range. I'm like, oh, this is set up. They're done. I'm like, Bama's gonna lose. 
I just said the same. The very next play, that is the worst coverage I've ever seen. Well, so, you know they're throwing it deep. This guy's been throwing bombs at you the whole second half. You know like he's throwing that, it deep. Though. You play cover two press. Yes. You leave him streaking wide open down the field, and the safety is playing in the middle of the field. He's watching the QB. He's well, watching yeah, the so, QB. I mean, he gets to play thing. late. Bama wins on a home run touchdown. Well, yeah, here's the thing there. I mean, Tua did an amazing job looking off that safety. Safety got caught up in the moment. He got caught up looking at the quarterback's eyes. He got yeah. caught up in the freshman trying to make a play. But then he forgot the, the you know, freshman may a, have been an actually That Sanders really guy is the captain of the Georgia defense. He's oh, a he senior. <laughs> and he got looked off by a freshman QB his first game. That's impressive. Couldn't a make true a play. freshman. True freshman. Couldn't make a play in overtime. But you're the captain of the Georgia defense, and you're a senior. Yeah. Hey, we all get tired. <laughs> it's a national championship. You don't hey. have time to be tired. Hey, That's what hey, coffee's hey, for, guys. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, you're in the fifth quarter. You get a little sleepy. And little they just sleepy. capitalized. That was a good throw, though. Honestly, though, I'm surprised he made the throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he he was a gamer that entire game. You could tell that he, like, uh, that third down scramble, mm. I had a feeling I was he thinking was going to win that game. Jalen Hurts has played a bad game before, but I've never seen him get benched like that. So I was oh. like... This guy must be freaking good. Jalen Hurts played a worse game against Clemson the week yeah, before. Yeah. He's lucky they had defensive touchdowns. Can we talk about how bad Jalen Hurts is real quick? Because I love talking about how bad uh, Jalen Hurts is. No, I, I'm gonna defend I'm gonna defend him. Okay, Actually, so uh, so here I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this stat up. He's played in three college football playoff games in two straight years. He's been to two national championship games in two straight years. He has a combined, not including the twenty seven yard passing performance in the first half. Yeah. He has a average of 130 pass. Oh no, that's maximum. He has a hot. He has an average of 117 passing yards per college football playoff game. Okay. Won two of those games, lost one. His high is 130. You know, in the he's, past he's, two, in the past two years, he's won more games than any other quarterback. But in college he's football. but, but he's the reason that. why you get the argument like, oh, SEC's all defense and this and that. And then when this freshman comes out and he's a pocket passer. And everyone's like, oh, Alabama's throwing the ball. Everyone's surprised, like, like they don't have these packages already. Just because Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball. You know how many games I've watched Bama play? And I'm cheering against Bama, of course. And I see Jalen Hurts make some play to keep the drive going. He's a, So many times with his legs, he he's will athletic. keep that drive Always. going. He will break so many tackles in the backfield. I'm like, oh, he's getting sacked. He'll break them. Last year against Washington in the playoffs. Washington should have won that game, the way their defense played. Yeah. They so, didn't. They didn't because Jalen Hurts kept the play alive enough for Bama to eventually get a big run from Bull Scarborough. A big run, yes. Yes. How, how many starting quarterbacks in the NFL that are good? Are oh, Jalen Hurts is not going to the NFL. I, I'm just saying, though, for our, in the NFL from the SEC, like, why doesn't the SEC breed quarterbacks? I'll give you one example right now. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Okay, yeah, he's from Georgia. Okay, yeah, but look back. Like, who's the last one taken in the first round? The last QB from the SEC taken in the first round. Matthew Stafford, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel he was taken in the first, first round, but he was. Yeah. I really. We'll move on from that. Yeah. He was a, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but you're looking too much on like, oh, the SEC doesn't breed good quarterbacks. I'm just saying it's the style of play. It's the style of play. Yeah. Yes. They, they're a defensive power. I mean, all the schools are defensive powerhouses. What's a team in the SEC where they live for their offense? A and M, Texas A and M, and they lose their bowl games all the time. Yeah. When's the last time? AM won over eight games with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. That's, it. that's the last time. You cannot have some offense in the SEC where, like, oh, 
Our team is going to run on a fast offense. That's why I did not want Chip Kelly coming to Florida. If Chip Kelly came to Florida, he was going to try to bring the Pac-12 to the SEC. And it would not work, and he'd be out two years. Yeah. Don't even bring up Chip Kelly around me, bro. He's gotten like (laughs) 100 years worth of contracts in like three years. Yeah, he's the over... We're not going to touch on Chip Kelly. We're just going to say overrated, probably. (laughs) Overrated, (laughs) overrated, overpaid. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring a quarterback from the SEC. That's pretty good. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Fourth round pick, though. Yeah. I'm asking about the first round pick. Cam Newton. Cam Newton was good. Cam Newton was. He was first overall pick. pick. Went to the Super Bowl. But he has his own issues. But I'll say about Cam Newton, for people to think Cam Newton's a top five quarterback, it's ridiculous. His situation is is perfect in Carolina. He makes legs, uh, plays with his legs. Right? Yep. If you watch him throw the ball, his accuracy is terrible. Is awesome. He has no receivers as well, though. They drop, they drop they the do. ball. They should have beat the. They should have beat the. Everyone has guys that drop the ball. That's true. Every team has that. The Falcons had the most drops in the league. Heck, you know the that? Bills would have been name three Carolina receivers. You got Devin Funches. You count Greg Olson? No, no, no. You don't count. He him? plays it. He plays it more receiver than he does tight end, though. For them, yeah. So count it. That's it. Exactly. I can't give you another one. Nope. I don't think anyone can, unless you play for the Panthers. Well, there's uh, Gerson. Gerson. Yeah, Gerson. Or yeah. Uh, or what's his name? Uh, it's Brexton or something. Oh, it's Brexton, yeah. Yeah, it's you're Brexton. talking about the, the blonde guy. Yep. Okay. He was their number and then one you have the this playoff game. But all these guys play in the NFL somehow, right? Yeah. They're good. All right? They are good. What does a quarterback do? They make their receivers good. Look at Peyton Manning back when they played the Saints in the Super Bowl. What were his receivers? Austin Colley. Yep. Pierre Garçon. The only good receiver on that team was Reggie White. Good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, make their receivers cool. that's, good. That's a Hall of Famer. You're saying that like... Reggie Wayne. Yeah, Reggie Wayne. Yeah, yeah he was their only Reggie good Wayne. receiver. Yeah, but great quarterbacks make their receivers good. Look at how bad Eric Decker is. That yeah. guy's not a good receiver. All right? Demarius Thomas drops balls all the time. Peyton hey. Manning made him good. Hey, yeah. watch him score Saturday against... When receivers leave... <laughs> your Patriots. When they leave... My Patriots, not my, my Patriots. Patriots. I hate the Patriots, first of all. I just don't pick against them anymore. All right. So, when Tom Brady's on a team, he makes his receivers good. When those receivers leave, they're nothing. Did you hear about him? Wes Walker, he left the Patriots. Wes Walker's a different situation. The guy was not that good in Denver. Saw yeah, him drop a lot of balls. Four concussions in, like, two years. Well, all right. Well. <laughs> That's a different situation. Great quarterbacks make their receivers good. They do. They do. I mean, San Francisco... I, I love bringing up San Francisco this year because I wish they would be in the playoffs because I feel like they're really good, actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, they went 5-0 and with Jimmy Garoppolo yes. starting a quarterback. And he was They beat phenomenal. some good teams, too. Yeah, and he was phenomenal. Yes. Uh, the biggest reason that it's I wish... I how a quarterback can do that. And that's the thing is, I mean, the quarterback is that much of a game changer. Like, he completely that's changed That's why when, like, a team, like, when the Rams, like, picked Jared Goff, I was like, oh, that's worth it. It is. It's better than drafting a freaking running back or well, here's, the first pick. That's why the Bears need. traded up to get Mitch. Yeah, you you want to go find your oh yeah you want to go find your franchise guy. The only guy the only problem I have with those two guys is I don't know if they're franchise guys. You have a feeling about a franchise guy. Aaron Rodgers brings a certain feeling into a room. That's why Deshaun yeah. Watson's a franchise guy for the Texans. You don't think Jared Goff's franchise quarterback? I don't think so, no. I think he could they have be. A bre- they- he doesn't know where the sun rises and where the sun sets, so I'm just going to say I think no. he does now. <laughs> Dude, Sean Last McVay. year was way different. Sean McVay came in and changed him completely. I think he, he, needed, he needed a coach. Last year they had that coaching switch and 
All he needed receivers crap. too. His best receiver last year was Tavon Austin. That's true. Tavon Austin was Kenny playing. Kenny Britt. Tavon Austin was playing outside <laughs> receiver. Tavon Austin's not an outside receiver. Tavon Austin's also like 5'10", so. Yes. So, and that yeah, was his best target not. to throw. And his coach was Jeff Fisher. I can yeah. name a 5'10". He's a losing record. Outside receiver. Who? Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Well, the Patriots don't really use them. <laughs> like that. Doubt. The Patriots are a different story. They draft all the white guys. Yeah, <laughs> their receiving core is one of the weirdest things I've seen. That's just a good Who, quarterback. It's all slot receivers. Who's that guy last year that they kept throwing to? Uh, Hogan. Hogan. Well, yeah. Hogan was great this year, and then he got hurt. Oh, Hogan's oh, tall really? for a Patriot. Yeah, <laughs> he's six foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's like six five. But Patriots. Yeah, they used to Danny Amendola, <laughs> Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman. Back in the day, they had Wes Walker. Yeah. He was their guy. He was the first one who started the whole thing for them. All right. But it all comes back to Tom Brady. All right, I'm going to kind of jump off sports right now. Yeah, let's let's move on because I'm going to go to the – I don't have an official name for this 